Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you this morning with a post-run protein shake. I wanna chat with you today a little bit about communication, just as a follow-up to the webinar that I did on uh, with Embodia on Thursday, September 3rd. It was a, a really interactive webinar. I really appreciated everybody's dialogue and shared experiences and um, I didn't get in touch with everybody, but if you are listening to this podcast and you were on the webinar, just simply reach out, send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. Um, My handle's at Best Obsessed with Jen. I would really appreciate connecting with you. And for those of you who have reached out, I really appreciate it. And it's been great connecting so far. I wanna chat with you today a little bit more about communication. And just to remember that there's two things that have to happen for effective communication. You know, sometimes we get so down on ourselves because we don't think we did enough, right? We think that we're lacking somewhere when it comes to rapport and the therapeutic relationship. But you also have to understand that there's two things that have to happen. So one thing, of course, is for you to have the intention to um, compassionately communicate, be empathetic, right? and to listen intently, but there's also the patient on the other end who has to be receiving of that. I wanna share a quick story, okay? um, I'm somebody who is generally pretty um, optimistic, okay? In fact, I'm very optimistic. (laughs) And uh, I often go out for walks and and like jogs with a friend of mine. And one of the things I always do is I I say good, good morning or good afternoon to the passerby. And I'll tell you something, maybe for every 10 people that I do that to, or I say that to, maybe two or three people actually reciprocate. 
okay? And sometimes I wonder why that is. And a couple of reasons I think it is, is because first, people are in their own minds, right? We're always distracted. And second, people don't know what to do with ordinary kindness, okay? Ordinary kindness is what is going to transform healthcare, okay? We think it's ordinary and commonplace, but it's not, okay? So when people hear you say good morning or good afternoon, sometimes they just kind of look at you oddly too. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes now I just do it for reaction because I'm just curious to see what people will, will say or how they'll, they'll react. But my point in saying this and sharing this story with you is that if you are doing all you can to be compassionate towards another person, meaning your patient or your client right now, and they are not receiving it, they are not in a space to receive, just understand that. Look for those signs. They may seem withdrawn. They may seem overly worried or anguished. They may seem angry. They may seem apathetic and indifferent. You know, there's different signs, but that doesn't change how you communicate and that doesn't change how effective you are. Another short story I'll quickly share too is um, I actually wrote a blog about this story um, on my hospital's website. It was written, um, I think, in August of last year. But basically, what happened was a patient came into my care and I went to see them and assess them for the first time. And right from the get-go, when I walked into that room, I sensed, um, I sensed irritation, I sensed negativity, I sensed anger, and I just continued to proceed with uh, my assessment, asking for consent, all of that stuff. And he was agreeable, but very silent, very withdrawn, is probably the best word to describe it. And he basically just provided the bare minimum, participated to the bare minimum, wasn't really engaging, didn't want to do more than was asked, and um, didn't really want to converse at all. It was strictly about the, the technical part of the assessment. So the assessment was completed, and I know you've probably had similar experiences, you can relate. So once we finished the assessment, I left the room, and I just had a weird feeling Okay, this is where you just tap into your gut. I had a weird feeling, so I circled back around. I'd been walking up the hall, circled back around, went back to the room, kindly knocked on the door and asked if I could ask just one more question of him. And, you know, he was open. He said, okay. I said, do, do you want to be here? You know, did you, or did you know you were coming here? Something along those lines. And right away, that was like, you know, the gate opened and he just went off. And he said, actually, no, I don't want to be here. The plan was not for me to come here. Um, the plan was actually to go home from acute care and have Lynn services. So somebody along the way diverted that plan and maybe thought inpatient rehab would be better suited for him. So once I asked that awkward question and once we had that awkward conversation that was the best part of that whole session with this with this patient and it was because I tapped in I was I was just so um, I still insisted and stayed committed to trying to help him I felt like I just didn't help him in the first half of that assessment I just felt like I wasn't doing much and so I just really tapped into the, the negative emotions he was exhibiting and expressing even without words. And once we talked about that, while it was awkward, 
he appreciated it. And I said, you know, if the plan is still for you to go home, if that's really what you want right now, we can make that happen and we can do that safely with you. And at that point, he said he was going to stay for a while and just see what happens. He stayed uh, maybe a week. And it's not like the rapport was great, you know, every session. He was agreeable. Um, I did things that would try to make him comfortable, like I pulled down the blinds because he often had migraines, things like that, these small touches. And it wasn't like he outwardly said, you know, thanks so much, you've been kind, or I appreciate your, you know, your persistence and, and all of this stuff. Nothing like that. Um, but when he went home, he came back twice, twice after discharge to just to just kind of chat and just to kind of update me on where he was at. And I thought, this is so interesting and so powerful because I thought the rapport was so subpar. Like I thought that I didn't really have much of an impact when in reality, by him coming back and putting the effort in to come back just, just to chat with me and just to like let me know how he was doing, I thought, wow, so I really did have more of an effect on how he felt than I realized. Okay, so that's something to, to be aware of, right? You may think you're not having an impact, but by you continuing to be consistent with regards to you being open, compassionate, creating a safe space as much as possible and listening intently as much as possible to the verbal and nonverbal and also having, you know, an awkward conversation sometimes like had we not had that conversation, it definitely would not have ended up that way. Okay, so, you know, patients often if they come across as being negative or being distant or being angry, um, oftentimes it's not about us they're just frustrated with the system or they're frustrated with their circumstances or they're grieving a loss of their independence and so our goal is to try to just help them navigate around that as best as possible and th those patients do pick up on those signs they do pick up on your intentions behind everything so just know that you are doing your best don't give up on being persistently compassionate and even if the patient's having a bad day we all know what that's like. We all have a bad day too, and we can deeply empathize with that. But don't change who you are, okay? Know that you are doing your best. And like, I don't know, I just think this is such an interesting thing to think about because it's so intangible, right? And that's that's why communication is a hard thing for, for all of us to uh, feel like we're doing well in because it's hard to see the results. But if you pay attention to those subtle signs that are not so tangible sometimes, um, you might see that you are having more of an impact than you really realize. So let me know what you guys think. If you like these pieces on communication, it would be great to hear from you. Um, one of the things I'm thinking about doing is maybe having one show a week on this kind of stuff and another show on healthcare professional well-being. So if you connected with this, let me know. Find me on Instagram. My handle's at bestobsessedwithjen or tag me and take a screenshot of this episode. I would deeply, deeply appreciate it. And if you could leave a review on iTunes, you simply scroll down. It takes 30 seconds, hit five stars preferably and give some honest feedback. I greatly appreciate it. Until we chat next time, remember to stay happy. 
So if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and leave an honest review. Your feedback means everything to me. Your reviews are what moves this podcast forward, and I always appreciate receiving them. If you want to get a hold of me directly, reach out to me on social media. My handles are in the show notes, and you can always subscribe to my weekly newsletters at jenniferGeorge.co so that we can stay connected. So until next time, thank you guys so much again for your ongoing support. Thank you.